Doughboy Podcast, where we are champions of the common man. I'm your host, Buster Caballero. Thanks for tuning in. We sit down with certified good old boys and discuss how they're doing life, how they're getting by, their tips, their tricks, and getting down to the how to live life right by good old boy standards. So, sit back, relax, fix your cocktail, and let's get to the show. All right, my good old boys out there, how y'all doing today? Now, in the studio, and it's kind of fitting we are recording this on June 5th. Tomorrow will be June 6th, D-Day, and I have one of our American veterans here, Chief Jimmy Swain. Jimmy, how you doing, man? Man, I'm doing great. Doing great. Thanks for having me on today. Thanks for coming here, man. I appreciate it. And I got a gift for you since you're coming on this day, man. And I don't know, have you... uh? Have you ever been to France? I have. Have you been to Normandy? I have not. Well, where's it at? Oh man. Don't tell me I lost it. <laughs> I didn't lose it, but. You put it somewhere where you wouldn't forget I, where it's I at. I put this somewhere that it should be really accessible. That's what happens when I clean up. Damn it. Well. As you can see, the little jar I was showing you earlier, uh, the little jars of uh, sand from yeah. Normandy, uh, figured you'd appreciate it. I got a little jar of that for you, man. Awesome. As a, awesome. Uh, as a gift. Thank so, you. Uh, you know, just a little something. Yeah, I so, appreciate that. Thanks for coming, man. So, Jimmy, how you been doing, bud? Man, I've been living the dream. Yeah. Been living the dream. Summer's out, so kids are out and all, or you, you've got... You got two kids, right? Or got three. Three, yeah. Got, uh, one that goes to college at A and M Corpus, so okay. she just finished her first year, which is awesome. She gets to go back. E- yeah, she's up here for a couple of days, but she <laughs> wants to stay by the beach. So, uh, like whatever. All right, get home. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got a junior. Well, he'll be a senior at Falls, and then uh, my youngest is going to be an eighth grader. Oh man, are they ready? Have they uh, driven you crazy yet for summer or? Nah, they're, they, no, not yet. But it's only been a week. Yeah. Let's wait till tomorrow. Day two for ours, we were like ready for them to go back. I, <laughs> right. I had to go to Costco and like, I'll show you my fruit, my uh, pantry. I loaded up on snacks. So. Yeah, that's the place to go. Dude, it's it's impressive. The so, problem is you just come back with so much stuff. Dude, but it I lasts dro- a while. I dropped 400 bucks. <laughs> you know, we got our budget and we almost like blew it for groceries on that run, but... Yeah. We got a bunch of... You know, we went to Costco the other day. I think it was last weekend or two weekends ago. And they had this uh, this outdoor patio furniture table yeah. with a burner in the middle, six chairs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, that's coming out with us. You got it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it a high top one or is it a... It is the high top one. Okay. Yeah. You got it all set up? Oh, yeah. Put the propane tank underneath there. The kids can roast marshmallows up on the table. Nice, nice. Was it, was it hard to put together? No, the only thing you had to put together was the chair. So, okay, sorry, guys. That was a little technical weird thing that just happened. But uh, So the, you had to put together the chairs. The table was ready to go? Yeah, so the table the table top, I had to mount just okay. four, four bolts mounted to the base. Um, and then the chairs, you had to attach the, the seat to the back. What's your favorite thing to buy at Costco? What's your like go-to there? Man, snacks. Snacks? Yeah, I love snacks. 
What, what's what's the good snack there for you? Um, gosh, the good snack. Probably, I would say the uh, the granola, like the granola snacks, mm -hmm. granola bars, and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, man, I just bought a ton of goldfish and gummies and a variety pack of crackers, and it was ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> these kids are going through it like crazy. Yeah, but you know, I got a six and a three. You know, they every five seconds, I'm hungry, want a snack. Oh, yeah, it's that tapeworm inside. Yeah. Um, boys so well man you are a you're a navy veteran right yes sir. The, the rank of chief is it or yeah uh chief petty officer yeah okay how long were you in for 21 years i say that like prison man 20 how long did, were you in for i did 21 years, 21 years. <laughs> <laughs> so i graduated high school in 1991 and uh went to boot camp graduated in june went to boot camp in september mm -hmm. and uh uh, San Diego for boot camp, and then from there I went to Treasure Island, San Francisco for firefighting school because my job was a firefighter. Oh, really? So there's a little little small base up there in the Bay Area, and so I was there for gosh, probably about three months. And then uh, my ship was over that, that I was going to was an amphib, and it was over in Spain. Ooh! At the time we were homeported in in Norfolk, Virginia, but okay. it was on a it just started the deployment, so they flew me to Spain. And uh, finished off like probably about five months of a deployment over there. Okay. And then where'd you come back after that? Or Came back to Norfolk, Virginia. Did, uh, let's see, that was 92, 93, 94. Uh, we, we shifted home ports from Virginia to Mississippi. Okay. What Pas part? Pascagoula. Yeah. So I spent, man, two years in Pascagoula. Really? I've been on that base. Oh yeah, yeah. The Keesler Air Force Base. No, I wasn't at Keesler. Oh, um, there's a there's a little Navy like a naval station, Navy base. Yeah, that's uh, Air Force off the, Base off the causeway in uh, Pascagoula. Okay. So we were at the shipyards. We were converting from a, a LPH, which is a, which is a landing platform helo ship. Mm -hmm. So it's a aircraft, not an aircraft carrier, but a helicopter carrier, mm -hmm. uh, to a mine countermeasure uh, command ship. Oh dang! So it's a it's a pretty substantial like redo okay yeah and they were outfitting it for women also oh uh, so when you were in they didn't have any women in the navy they were in the navy they just weren't on, on a ship that would like kind of go to war okay supply ships yes but combatant ships no no yeah. how long ago did you retire uh february of 2012 yeah uh, Dang, not, not that long ago no so have you heard of a have you heard of other, like, some of the guys you served with or something that, like, has changed dramatically from when you were there to now? Or Yeah, you know, I was just, I was having a conversation with someone the other day, and, you know, I was like, man, you know, when we were in in the 90s, mm -hmm. you know, the, the old timers were like, oh, these guys are a bunch of sissies, look at they're doing mm -hmm. this. And then, well, now that I'm retired and I hear about, you know, just the way things are now, I'm like... Oh, these guys are bunch of sissies. <laughs> You're an old guy now. Yeah, I'm an old guy. So when you were in the '90s, man, that was like Desert Storm. That was a lot. That was a lot going on at that time. Yeah, it? yeah. There was a, there was a lot going on. Um, so we were. I mean, we were always deployed, mm -hmm. which was cool. I mean, why join if you don't want to deploy? Yeah. Um, Isn't that one of the taglines? See the world. That's right. It's not just a job; it's an adventure. There you go. <laughs> Move up, not out. <laughs> Did you always want to be in the in the service or the navy, or was yeah. it just like, man, I'm gonna 
go give this a try. Now, my, my grandfather uh, was in the Air Force, World War II. He was a nose gunner on a B, what was that, B? B-50. B-24, Liberator. Oh, okay. I think it was a 24. Got shot down over Hungary. Wow. Um, and, you know, the Geneva Convention, they've got rules mm-hmm. of engagement. And uh, one of them was they weren't supposed to shoot at people as they're parachuting down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that didn't work. Yeah. So um, he took fire as he was coming down, ran for... I think he said three to four days mm-hmm. and was coming up over a ridge and got got met by the enemy. Oh, dang. Uh, did about two or three years in a POW camp. Oh. And uh, he had a on his right forearm, he had a tattoo of a, a eagle, the eagle and, and the American mm-hmm. flag, so they knew he was an American. Yeah. We had some of their guys. They had some of ours. And my grandfather just happened to uh, <clears throat> get in, in a trade, mm-hmm. and they released him. So... Growing up as a kid, hearing a story, I'm like, I want to be like that guy. Yeah. So finished up high school, and, and I was gone. Wow. Where's the coolest place you ever went? Man, in the military, um, I've been. To, I mean, I've been in a lot of places. Yeah. You know, outside of being retired and and being in, I would say, Cannes, France. Yeah. Cannes, France is more like the Hollywood yeah. of of California. They just had the big Cannes Film, Cannes Film Festival yeah. out there recently. So it's super like high end. It's really mm-hmm. nice. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah. What was the What was the worst place then? Who? Uh, Pascagoula. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. No, nah, I mean Pascagoula. <laughs> we we uh, man, we had some fun out out there. Oh yeah. We would definitely raise some hell. Ray Stevens. I lived out in uh, Gulfport, Biloxi okay. area for like oh, yeah. a year and a half, uh, and it was fun out there. Although we'd go to Pascagoula Ocean Ocean Springs, mm-hmm. and that's why I was. I had buddies that were uh, they were they were uh, loadmasters on the cargo ships that oh, flew yeah. out of there, the home of the Flying Jennies and nice. all them. So nice. Yeah, I'd say the worst country I've probably been or uh, port visit was. Um, Probably Izmir, Turkey. Yeah? Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we couldn't, our ship was too big. We couldn't pull in, so we had to take, like, Liberty boats mm-hmm. in and out. Um, they were selling what I thought was hamburgers on the pier. No. And it was not hamburgers. It was, like, camel burgers. I'm like, this is freaking disgusting. But um, it was it was all right. The little kids, I mean, there's there's kids everywhere on the street. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter what color shoes you had on, and it didn't matter what color shoe polish they had. Oh, they was going to shine your shoes for a, for a nickel. <laughs> and so, you know. They got I, the shine box, oh, Jimmy. man. <laughs> but, see, here's the thing. A lot of those countries, Izmir, Turkey being one of them, Zippo lighters that we have here in the States, like on the ship, like every yeah. ship has, you can buy boxes of Zippos, and yeah. it's got the ship's logo and the name of the ship. Those things are like gold nuggets out there. Really? So you could get, man, you could you can buy anything for a Zippo lighter. Mm. And so we, you know, usually just toss a Zippo to these kids and nah. let them skirt <laughs> Don't off. shine my shoe. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I'm gonna get in trouble for that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that that's that's cool, man. I appreciate your service and Thank you. uh, being able to do that. And uh, are are you originally from Texas or? I'm not, but I did get here as soon as I could, which was 2005. I got stationed out here okay. uh, in, in the Houston area, uh, but originally from California, Southern California. All right. What what area around there? 
In, in California? Yeah. Uh, about 30 miles east of Los Angeles. Okay. Yeah, some kind of suburbs. All right. Did you, uh, big difference, California from here, huh? Well, California in the early 90s, dude, there was some stuff going on over there, too. The music was good. Music was good. Um, I, you know, growing up in California, people often ask me, like, oh, what's it like, you know, with the traffic? And and when you grow up in it, it's like putting a frog in a, yeah. you know, in a in a pan that's lukewarm, and you turn it up. You don't, a frog don't know it's getting hot. Yeah. So you know you don't you don't really realize that there's the traffic is horrendous. <laughs> so I move out here to League City. I'm like, man, we're in the country. <laughs> <laughs> My neighbor's like, no, son, we ain't in the country. <laughs> I had I had the reverse effect. I grew up on the bayous of Louisiana, where there was like two streets and that's it and a, a walmart and it wasn't even oh, like man. a super walmart that came later and so whenever i moved here i was like wow home depot's right around the corner uh yeah the walmart and a target i don't have to drive like an hour away to get somewhere that's a super target it is a super <laughs> target i hate that place <laughs> drains my bank account and yeah, I, I don't when, like the red color yeah no. I remember when we, when we first moved uh, into South Shore Harbor, we, uh, I went across, I saw my neighbor across the street, so I went over there to introduce myself to him, and he's like waving at everybody. And as we're driving down the road, I'm like, dude, you know everybody. He goes, no, we don't, I don't know anybody. I just moved here, too. <laughs> I was like, man, where I'm from, you wave to people, you can get shot. Yeah. <laughs> Catch one. Yeah. Uh, so I, I wave to everybody, too, around here. We got so many people in this neighborhood and coming through here. I want everybody to know, like, I'm watching you. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing you. I'm yeah. coming. Yeah. <laughs> so so when you get out of the Navy, where where'd you go next, man? So I, I, my last duty station was in Pensacola, Florida which was phenomenal mm -hmm. it was it was a good duty i was on staff duty so my schedule was pretty relaxed um the beaches are pristine mm -hmm. um, so i retired and my my ceremony was november 16th of 11 and then moved back like the next day back here to texas mm. and um, i got into teaching um i was a rotc instructor got into uh, mm -hmm. being an rotc instructor at south houston high school and uh which was cool is, you know, I, I get to still serve the community mm -hmm. just on a different level and uh, still got to wear my uniform, which was cool. Um, Man, what did, what did those kids think whenever? Because you're, you're a big old guy. You're like, what, 6'2", 6 6'3"? 6 you no, know, actually, 5'11". <laughs> what? Yeah. No, dude. You look, <laughs> it, dude, you look a lot bigger than that. And, 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 you know, they see this Navy guy coming in for ROTC. What did those kids think, man? Yeah, they about shit themselves. Um, <laughs> <laughs> even though they don't they don't comprehend like w what i've done where i've been and, uh -huh. and uh but it you know it, i'm not a teacher i'm an instructor mm -hmm. and so it, it does take them a, a good month or two to figure out that, that i don't play like yeah. it's my way or i'm throwing you out of the classroom and uh once they get it though they 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 appreciate it. They like the discipline, the structure, the mm -hmm. you know how everything's organized. There's a way to do something. Um, so then they they kind of a, they figure out that the only way to do it is the way the chief says how yeah. it's going to like go down. This or nothing. That's right. I, I, I remember in junior high and high school, you know, all the kids that were in ROTC, they were they were they were the different crowd, but they, man, they were always you can tell they were buttoned up. Yeah, they were set to go and. But there, there was one or two guys that I, I remember. One of the guys he got into it his like senior year, 
and he was a just a regular guy one of friends with him and everything and then he got into it and then he just went off the deep end into it mm. and he started he was at everything he he was on the drill he did the uh the marching he was there with the flag he was wearing his rotc uniform every day and i lost track of him throughout but last i'd heard he had like went into the service afterwards and everything but a good so is it is the rotc like a good prep for kids wanting to go into the service or yeah i would say it most definitely is um and a, a an rotc instructor has to be retired from the military mm-hmm um, so they've done at least 20 years. Um, so the way we kind of run the program is it's very it's it's in a very military type way. Mm-hmm. Um, so it does give the kids a glimpse of what it's going to be like. Obviously, they're they're kids; they're not adults, mm-hmm. so we we treat them, you know, yeah. as such. But you know, surprisingly, and I guess it would depend on what school the program is at. So the school that I was at, South Houston High School, is not. We wouldn't get a lot of kids that would join the military. Mm-hmm. Um, most of them just they didn't they didn't want to be in band, they didn't want to be in sports, but they wanted to be in something. Mm-hmm. So they said, "Hey, you know, let me do this and try it out." And we uh, we were pretty successful, uh, keep, you know, keeping the kids in school, keeping them out of trouble is you know kind of one of the main things that we try yeah. to do. Foster that sense of community, and then yeah, oh. Uh, Oh, what, what's the words I'm looking for? Like uh, service, I guess service and yeah, things we like do a that. lot of community service with the kids just so they can start grasping the understanding that it's not about you; it's about you know what can you do for others. Yeah, I'd go into the uh, ROTC classes whenever I had like a teacher out, and that was like the, they'd send you to different classes, and I had that one. Man, it was way different. Oh yeah, you know than a regular class. You first thing right away, you know, you pledge of allegiance. You, they did this. Uh, and I'd like I went to sit down, and the the instructor in front was like, "Stand up, son." Yeah. Okay. Yep. You know, I'm just kind of like at attention or <laughs> what, right? And it was pretty interesting to see that side of it. It was always I like going there because it showed me a little something different. So yeah, yeah, the kids enjoy it. They once they kind of get the hang of it and mm-hmm. they get they get the system down, then it's it's a lot easier for them. Yeah. There's always that one kid though that like he gets a little. I guess he becomes the uh, I don't I don't know what his the rank or whatever it be, but he becomes like in charge of. Oh yeah. The other one. Yeah. He's like a battalion commander. Or yeah. Like that, yeah. And that kid, oh man, he's a. Uh, He's gung ho about it. Oh yeah! At least, for, at least from my high school experience, what I remember, man, this guy was. Oh, they're, they're as proud as a peacock. Oh yeah, they are. They stand like three three inches taller. Their their shoulders are back and squared away and ready yeah. to go. So <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. It so, is. It, it it is. A, you know, it's like anything. It's like an ad class. It's like a theater class. It fosters that community. It teaches them something. It just but it teaches them a little something more. Yeah, you know, so ROTC is really what it is. It's a citizenship development class. Mm -hmm. So it's just teaching these young men and women how to be good citizens. Yeah. You know, community service, be respectful, open doors for women. Um, It's not about you, it's about others, Mm -hmm. you know, type thing. Mm -hmm. I feel like we're kind of losing that piece, I think, in today's youth. Yeah. Uh, So for me, it's, you know, that's kind of an important thing in in the high schools. So for your kids and in your household, do you, st- do you run it like an, uh, is it kind of a little militaristic or is it just, I'm going to, I'm going to, 
I'm going to run my household and I'm going to pull a few things, but we're still going to be laid back. Or do you, do you, you know, it just, I guess it just depends on what's going on in the house. Um, you know, obviously my kids are older now, so it's the, the yeah. dynamic dynamic is a little bit different, but when they were younger uh, and they were starting to go astray, you know, just running amok, my wife and I, my wife, she's, she was in the Marine Corps. So my oh, kids yeah. get it, you know, both. I forgot about that. About there is like no slack happening <laughs> in our house. Those kids are so screwed. <laughs> so, you know, we would, uh, we would, my wife and I would be like, well, it's time to take them back to boot camp. Oh, man. And when, when, when that happens, you know, it's all hell breaks loose in the house. But, you know, you do that for a day or two and the kids quit. Yeah. They get right back in track. I know. I thought by the second day I'd have to wake my boys up at five with a whistle and get them running in the backyard or doing burpees or something in line. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dang. I forgot to punish them today. <laughs> they, they were bad for the babysitter uh, the other day, and I told them, uh, go to bed in the morning. I'll give you a – you're going to have a punishment, and I forgot to do it. So I had to get out the door early, and it right. was then it was raining and all this other stuff. So uh, I'll surprise them with it. Maybe this go. weekend. There you go. Yeah. So, man, now now you are, what's the current occupation now? So, yeah, man, I, I had seven awesome years as a, a Navy ROTC instructor at South Houston High School. And uh, I've, I've, you know, I feel like life goes in seasons. Like my season mm-hmm. in the military was 21 years, pretty long season. Yeah. Um, seven year season as an instructor. And now I've uh, ventured off into a new season, which is real estate. Mm-hmm. So, uh been uh, cracking at that since I got my license last September, and um, yeah, man, it's it's been awesome. You like it a lot, or I do, man. I'm the, I'm the type of guy that I, I love talking to people. Um, my my DNA is is uh, helping people. Hence, mm-hmm. 21 years in the military, and then getting into teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I can just help people in a different way: mm-hmm. buying, selling, renting, doing it all. Huh? Yeah. What's uh what's some of the challenges you're facing? So I just had a you know Troy Chase. Yeah, he well, came. I don't know him, but I know of him. You know of him, yeah. He came uh earlier, like last week. He came by and stopped by, and he was kind of the same situation where he was a coach and doing that change in the season, almost like you said. And you know he went into real estate also, and you know so now I'm curious about you know how that dynamic switch went from like from what I hear him saying to what you're doing now and. You know, what, what's your experience with it? What are you seeing? What are you, what's your take on it, man? So, you know, I, I've bought and sold several properties, you know, for my, you know, I had an agent, but, mm-hmm. you know, California, Texas, Florida, yeah. all the places I've lived, um, I've bought houses instead of renting. Mm-hmm. Uh, fortunately, uh, I was, fortunately, I was in a, a good position to do that. Um, but now as a real estate agent representing clients, um, you know, it's, it's, to me, it's all about getting to know the client, mm-hmm. like the, the the who they are, where they're from, where they want to go, uh, which just helps me, you know, kind of guide yeah. them in that direction. The uh, I, I thought it was going to be, oh man, this, you know, I'm just going to show houses and mm-hmm. you know let them pick the right one and boom, let's go. But <laughs> you got uh, three options, yeah, like house hunters. <laughs> I'm going to show you three. You pick one. Yeah, <laughs> I'll yeah. make an offer. <laughs> so yeah, it's just been. It's been a, you know, a pretty cool learning curve. Mm-hmm. Um, just learning all the ins and outs of real estate. And uh, who are you with? I'm with a, a broker in Seabrook called First Texas Realtors. Okay. Uh, yeah. So he's my broker. It's a small small brokerage. We all work out of our homes. Um, but yeah, just we got a good little team going. Good. Good. What's uh? 
Have you seen some crazy houses? You know, here's the thing, man. You you open up a front door and you, you don't know what you're going to see. You know, mm-hmm. you could. So I always open up the door and I kind of swing it open before I actually step in, just kind of err on the side of caution and, uh, you know, just yell something out, you know, hello, anybody home? Has something ever happened or nothing? Or you hear stories? No, nothing, nothing yet has happened. Um, I don't know. Just maybe it's just my, my, my military background. You don't yeah. just don't walk, walk into a, you know, you just don't bust open a door and walk in. <laughs> bust it open, throw a frag. That's right. All right. This has lovely travertine doll. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, <laughs> we can get that smoke smell out. That's thing. right. <laughs> Turn the fans on. <laughs> now, you know, just, you know. You just walk into some houses and you're like, okay, well, that's interesting. Yeah. When you try to figure out, like, well, I wonder why they did that. Man, now, when we were we were looking at houses one time and it's we were this house came on the market and man, it was great from the pictures to the location to it had a pool, had a shop, had property, everything. I was so excited. So I called the guy that we use as our realtor. And I'm like, hey, we want to go see this house. He goes, okay. When we get there and he's standing outside and he's kind of fidgeting. And this this guy's usually pretty cool. I'm like, what? He says, uh, you're not going to like it. I was like, all right. Why? He says, well, you go, t- you go see. And man, you walk in and it looks cool. But all of a sudden, it's little things start popping up. Mm. I'm like, <laughs> smelling it. I'm like, it smells like wet dog in here. And you start looking around at the vents, and all the vents are like caked with like dust and dirt. Mm. And it's like, they smoke in here. And then you're looking around, and every candle, and every Scentsy, and every air freshener, and the fans are spinning, and you can tell these people know, like, our house kind of stinks. And I'm like, son of a bitch. Like, why? Because it was the perfect house. It, it was awesome. Yeah. And then you just start looking around, and you're like, man, if they treated the house like this, what else? Like, you take a picture frame, and you move it to the side, and it's like you see that white line oh, on it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. Good Lord, I told, I told the guy, I was like, what else is wrong with this? He says, well, it's, they say it's this many square feet, but it's really this. And they say this many acres, but it's really this. And it was like all just stated. It wasn't anything verified. Dude, so. And That's I said, a bummer. Yeah, it was because I really liked it. And I was like, Kelly liked it. The location, everything was awesome. And then we told someone else about it. And they were like, oh, yeah, in high school, I used to go over there and they had parties there all the time it was the party house hmm. we're like oh dang she's like they were always smoking inside and i said like yeah okay there you go and the dude was like firm about the prize hmm. he was like no my house is worth this much i was like i'm gonna knock this on bitch down wow oh why do you uh what do you see people wanting in a house that like when you tell them like oh well but you're not gonna get that or is there something that comes across like that in your experience? I mean, or? you you, you have you get any I, really weird. I guess the thing is, you get any really weird requests? No, I don't think anything. That's uh, I don't think my, not yet. I haven't had anything weird. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I think especially with like first time home buyers, you know, it's it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, remember, think back to when when y'all bought your first house. No. Um, and I can remember for us, I'm like freaking out, like, oh my gosh, I'm getting a loan for this much money. This is crazy. Yeah. Why am I doing it? Um, 
but uh, you know, I was, I was meeting with a client yesterday, first time home buyers, newlyweds, trying to get things going. And they're like, yeah, I want to stay around a thousand dollars a month. I'm all in. Payment, taxes. Oh, tax, tie, license out the door. HOA, mud. Oh, no, yeah. God. And so, you know, I had to, I had to sit down and, you know, I just went like line item by line item, you know, until we, till we came up with kind of a, mm-hmm. you know, a rough estimate of, of what they're going to pay. And they were at the end of the conversation. They were good with it. They just—that's good. They just thought that, oh yeah, this should be a lot cheaper than living in an apartment. <laughs> That's because those advertisements come out like yeah. YouTube. Why? Why rent when you can buy for the same amount and all this stuff? Okay, you can you can buy, but then you've got your taxes. You've got if you're around here, you've got the mud. You've got schools the mortgage insurance yeah man putting down that 20 percent, all that it's it's a big thing which kind of loan are you going to get are you going to get a conventional are you going to get a fha or or a va or anything like you know Mm -hmm. elemental p i mean it's a lot And, and the the real estate brokers that can try to think how i was saying the, the real estate agents that can go and nurture that situation properly, like, are great. Yeah. Now, you got some that are kind of crazy out there, and they just want to get a lick. But, you know, I don't think that's – that's not everybody, and that's the, right. the few in between and stuff like that. So, Yeah, so far it's been awesome. Um, no, no complaints. It's, it's, it, it's actually kind of awkward. I was telling my wife the other day, I'm like, it's weird that – since 1991, I've been getting up at, you know, 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning to go to work, work all day, mm-hmm. did that for 21 years, then teaching, did that. And now, I mean, I don't need to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning and go show a house. Dang. So Night, I can chill in the Sleep morning. in and relax a little bit. Yeah, catch mm-hmm. up on emails and, you know, do some kind of preemptive work before, yeah. you know, people start really going to work. Yeah, plan it all out. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's kind of weird. Kind of awkward. Yeah. You should just wake up and go work out or do something, man. I need to. Yeah. Don't we all? I've been running the last couple of mornings, and and this morning I got up, I looked out there, I was like, nope, not doing that. That last, uh, one, the last podcast I listened to uh, for yours was talking about that Murph Wad. Yeah. And I I was cracking up because I've, I've done that four or five times. But I just this year it was on Instagram. There was a guy I don't I can't recall his name, but he there was a challenge. It was how many Murphs can he do in 24 hours? Oh dang, dude! How many? I think he did like 12 or 13. That's a lot. That's that is insane. That's 1,200 pull-ups, 2,400 uh, squats, and then 12, 24. 36 no, would be the, 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 the squats, squats are the most. Yeah, the push-ups. Uh, 100 pull-ups, so that's 1,200 pull-ups, 2,400 push-ups, and 3,600 uh, squats. And then 12, squats, yeah. 24 miles. Did he, did he do it in a vest? Yes. Dang. Dude, hardcore. Who's the beast? Who, who is that guy? I got to find that out. I don't, I, it was on some, I don't, it was on some uh, military Instagram page I'm on. Nah, I was I was all set to do it. I was I was doing my workouts with and everything, and I wasn't drinking at the time. And then I kind of got lazy, went on a cruise for a week, oh, got, got back, and life and everything. And I was like, son of a 
bitch in that whole day because we we got together with some friends on saturday and sunday and come memorial day we just chilled mm. we didn't we didn't do anything we just relaxed and the whole day i'm kind of like can i bang it out can i bang it out can i do it can i do it and everything and yeah i, I passed it so yeah it's 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 a doozy i mean yeah what's your best time on it man it's been three years since the last time i did one um i think i did it i, I want to say like 54 minutes that's that's good that's respectable but that's when time. i mean i was crossfit and i was a crossfit coach mm-hmm. so i was in like pretty good shape um yeah i think one of the first pictures i saw on uh like facebook or something like that whenever you were you were doing it a long time man yeah, i was i was getting at it I, I need to i need to get back at it because did you did you enjoy it <clears throat> crossfit yeah oh i loved it mm-hmm. i loved it i i was i was a hundred i was a hundred percent anti-crossfit mm-hmm. and my wife started going she's like oh i think you'd like it you know it's kind of like military stuff and i'm like it's stupid look at these look at these guys look, yeah. th- those aren't even real pull-ups yeah kiplings <laughs> yeah and so I, I'd taken a day off work, and she's like, well, come with me. I'm going at 9 a.m. I'm like, all right, I'll go. And so I go in there, and I'm like, okay, this is still stupid. <laughs> and uh, I look at the workout. I'm like, oh, that's going to be easy. And I almost died. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to let somebody else beat me. Yeah. So, And I hadn't worked out since I had retired, so I was like about a year without working out. Oh, dang. Jump back in. Um, I had to tell my wife to drive home. I'm like, I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, after that, man, that one time I was like, okay, I'm hooked. And so I did it for like two or three years at the uh, the 530 in the morning mm-hmm. class. And I just just did it every day, Monday through Friday. And, awesome. And then I was like, okay, I'm done. It happens. Get bored with it. Yeah. Uh, Jack Folkman, uh, he was just... Last week he, uh, he was a podcast. He's got his uh, his chiropractor places set up like a, a CrossFit place, and on Tuesday and Thursday nights at nine a.m. he lets the guys in the neighborhood go work out. Oh wow! And that's he cool. does it. So, are you on the mom page? On the who page? The mom page. Minimal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You good? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One of the the founding member. Yeah. Guys. Oh, there you go. They got some clout. There you go. You got that little badge <laughs> next right. to your name. <laughs> All the shenanigans that go there. Now nah, he opened it up, and I was going to go last Thursday, but uh, my wife had to go out of town, or she was in Galveston for something, and like I couldn't go. And let's see, today is Tuesday, so they're going to be there in fifteen minutes, probably. But today's Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, we're back. Is it? Dang. Yeah, it is. I missed a day. Time yeah. flies when you're having fun. I wish I knew what I did to have fun. <laughs> so let's see what I do Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it is Wednesday. So I gotta go out of town tomorrow. I gotta well, out of town for me is going to Houston. So oh, okay, there you go. Yeah, fine. Uh, now nah, I like. I never tried CrossFit. I can never. I go to the gym, man. I just want to put some headphones in. I want to lift some weights and go for a run, and that's it. Be left alone. You know, I when I, I, maybe it was about a year and a half ago, I was like, okay, I've, I've, I've kind of put working out on the shelf. I need to get back into it. So I joined the, um, was it the South Shore mm-hmm. Fitness, whatever. Yeah. And I went two times. I'm like, yeah, this is not for me. I need to, I need some loud music. I need to mm-hmm. throw some weights around. I need to not worry about, you know, disturbing the next door neighbor. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, that's not for me. I lo- That's where I go. And I like it because I can just put it in. I can do. That's a beautiful facility. I mean, oh, they yeah. got a lot and of stuff. Child care. 
So I can yeah. like, I'm gonna. I got the kids. Like I, Kelly was uh, working one weekend. She's like, where are you at? I was like, I'm at the gym. Because they have childcare yet. And I took all three kids, put them in childcare for like two hours. And I went and worked out, did all of this, brought my work stuff. And I was able to do some stuff there. And that's awesome. You know, it, it's plus you get access to the uh, South Shore Hotel pool uh, oh, for yeah. the summertime. So that's actually a, that's a pretty bonus. nice little thing. Now, I, I never did the, I admire the CrossFit. I just don't think it's my thing. My wife uh, did a lot of the Camp Gladiator and all those. And no, she's yeah. like, you would love it. Oh, oh, I need to. I'm going to tell you about this in a second. But I was always like, she's like, yeah, all the people together. I'm like, nah, dog, that's not my style. I just don't. <laughs> it's not the way I roll. No. Now, there's a, a one thing I want to try. Have you ever heard of F3? No. Uh, it's in League City. And one of my wife's, uh, a girl that they do business together and they both have their own boutique and uh, stuff. Her husband does it. Uh, and it's Faith Family. Let me look it up real quick. Because I don't want to, I don't want to mess it up with these guys. So, because the whole concept is pretty cool. F three, or it's a F three Trinity, and the whole thing is like all military style. Like they just did Murph. They did the they did a big ruck in uh, Galveston. Uh, all that. Let me see if I can. So like that's one of the workouts they're doing. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, no. and that's here in League City. Yeah, they do it uh, right up the road, but apparently it's it's faith led. Uh, it's it's just guys going in and leading it themselves. There's it doesn't cost anything apparently, but it's all just a bunch of guys doing that. And she said that her husband is loving it. I started checking out their stuff, so that's it's cool. pretty interesting. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Maybe we need to give that a try. Yeah. Oh well. What else has been happening, man? What you I'm trying to think about to go on vacation? You just uh, did you just come back from a vacation? A oh, mini so. vacation, yeah. We took off last Friday. A buddy of mine's got uh, five hundred acres out in Harper, Texas. Ooh. So about forty five minutes west of Fredericksburg. Oh right. Beautiful and, country. Uh, oh man, it was like no cell phone service. Hallelujah. Yeah. You know? So uh, yeah, they've got they've got 500 acres. They've got two houses about a half mile apart from each other. Mm-hmm. So we stayed in one one house, and they stayed in their house. And man, we just shot guns and fed cattle and chased deers, nice. and they got some some emus. Man, that's about a dumb animal. A uh, emu? Oh man, those things are just dumb. <laughs> they just what? look at you like, <laughs> what you up to? Yeah, <laughs> you are a strange looking bird. And they got sheep. Well, you had 15 sheep and the, the coyotes. He's down to three now. Did you get to do any predator hunting or? No, just... we didn't. We didn't do any hunting really. Um, just kind of just hung out, grab, and recharge, grab everybody, yeah. and spend just, some time with the family. Yeah, yeah. Oh, We've nice. been running and gunning for quite a while, so it was nice to just kind of lay low and. Did y'all have that big sprint or like right before school went out where like everything was going crazy? Yeah, yeah. Um, that. I don't get it. We we need to do something about that. Yeah. Like we need to talk to the schools and everyone else and be like, stop having all this end of the year stuff. Let's just maybe like make it beginning of summer or yeah. like the third weekend summer or three weeks before the end of school year. Yeah, it seems like like they cram everything in the last two weeks of school that they uh, didn't do during the school year. Yeah, Pip graduated from kindergarten, and so kindergarten, hey, I'm bringing him to school. I'm dropping some stuff off and. 
you, you know at the school how they have like they have all the parking lots but then dude for the amount of people there there ain't enough parking yeah, spots enough. is that at mossman yeah and so like i pull around and i'm dropping off and i'm unloading my truck with some stuff man all of a sudden this police officer comes out and he's got his oakley wraparounds and he's got his energy drink is that your truck it's like nah dude i'm just jacking this thing right here and <laughs> not the smart thing to say what i'm like yeah it's my truck you can't park here it's like i'm not parking i'm unloading and then you need it and i'm like okay calm down dude i'm 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 going you know i'm not i'm not trying to do anything soon so i go and i unload and i'll grab uh pip and we go park and then come back and all this stuff and go bring all because i was bringing stuff in for his graduation and like 10 minutes later i have to go out to get something back out of my truck and there's like cars just parked everywhere and i'm like damn it if i was just 10 minutes late i could have just pulled up on the curb (laughs) uh how do y'all uh what do you what does your family do to like just get back together and recharge y'all go on little trips or what or yeah, so we we did that little trip. Uh, you know, my daughter's back from college. Well, she's just visiting us because mm-hmm. she's going to go back down to, down to Corpus. So we figured that was a good time to just get away. And uh, and then this, let's see, what are we in June? The end of this month, my wife and I are going to. You ever been to Marco Island, Florida? No, yeah, I mean, no, I haven't heard, heard of it. Um, so she uh, she earned a trip through the company that she works for. Uh, so we're, we're going to go down there for a week. And uh, just relax. Kids aren't gone. No, nice. stay back. You got to do that though. When you got when you got three kids, you got to find some time with the. Yeah, you know we've been married twenty one years, and you know some people are like, man, how do you do it? Well, you got to make time for each other. That's one thing you got to do. Yeah. Once the kids leave, you can't look at each other like you're dumb. You know. Like who the hell are you? <laughs> Where did you come from? That happens. That's yeah. that's a big thing. Yeah. That happened to my parents. Like. 30-something years of marriage, all the kids are out and grown. It's like, oh, well, we're going to go our separate ways. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, in fact, that's uh, the warmer there. That's I got oh, from okay. your wife. And okay. that was the one that uh, had the candles in it. The wick didn't. The wick burnt out too early, so I've been using it as that. And I love cool. it, man. That's the, the all black, right? Yeah, that was all black and it has the uh, the knights thing on oh, the front yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was like pumped about that. I've been I've been burning. I'll leave it on sometimes and walk in here. This room gets all fragrant and stuff. So yeah. I'm like, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. You got to do that with the. You got to put your wife first, one, because I mean that's who you end up with. So or your spouse or whoever. Uh, that whole balance thing. I've told everyone I talk to, and they're like getting married and everything. I tell them all the time. I'm like, hey, look, here's simple advice: put whatever you worship first. If that's God or Buddha or who else. Your wife second, your kids third, and everything else just floats up and down in between that. Yeah. And that's the best way you can do it. My wife's always kind of like, well, do you want to go here? And I'm like, just me and you? And she's like, no, with the family. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, why don't you ever want to go anywhere with the family? I'm like, because I kind of want to just hang out with you a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I'm around these kids all the time. I wiped like five butts today, you know? Let's right. let's go do some adult stuff. Let's have fun. Yeah, we, we try to go on one vacation, just her and I, a year. You know? y'all, y'all went uh where'd y'all go a few years ago it was an awesome trip huh uh every year has been an awesome trip but you might be talking about last year seven day Mediterranean cruise yeah yeah dude that was, was nice and so you know my, my my wife's been a consultant for Ascensi mm-hmm. for since 2010 and so since 2010 she's always earned mm-hmm. these trips for us to go on so last year's trip, last summer, was uh, all expense paid for both of us. 
flew from from Bush to Barcelona mm-hmm. and uh, got on the Symphony of the Seas. It's a Royal Caribbean uh, yeah. uh, cruise ship. Biggest one is brand new. Biggest ship that's that, been made. And I think it's called the Symphony class, is it? Or yeah. it's or, yeah. or Oasis class? Or they, they na- the first ship's always named after the class, but I... I think it is the symphony symphony class. Yeah. Does it have? Is that the one that has the? Uh, it's like a big open back. Yeah. Yeah, and it had they the got all kinds of. Yeah. I mean, that thing is just massive. Yeah. So yeah. that was uh, seven days. Seven days. We went to, gosh, Palma, Spain. Somewhere in Italy, France, back to Italy. I mean, mm-hmm. seven or six port visits in those seven days. But the cool part is when we, well, that was cool too, but got back to Barcelona and we had one week, one more week for just us two, and we had no plans. So we took a cab to the airport, bought some tickets, flew to uh, Sevilla, Spain, which is over by Mm -hmm. Portugal. Once we landed over in in Portugal or in uh, Sevilla, then Mm -hmm. we turned on the phones and tried to find a hotel. And then, uh, I mean, you talk about just on the whim for nice. one week. It was it was pretty cool. So was that a little out of y'all comfort zone or someone's comfort zone to just say, oh, we'll figure it out when we get there? Very much so. I mean, military, we're all about mm-hmm. planning. Yeah, my wife, military background, planning. And so this was definitely not in our character. But I will say we'll do it again. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember when you had like just come from that or something. I bumped into you somewhere and you were telling me about, it and it was just that sounded awesome. Yeah, that was cool. You like you like cruising? Have y'all done other cruises or? Yeah, so that was our I think our third cruise, um, and and all three have been on Royal Caribbean. The, the I love I love Royal Caribbean. Oh, they take care of you. My wife and I, our honeymoon, we went on Royal Caribbean. Uh, we took up. Uh, we've been on a couple of them. We just got back from a Royal Caribbean cruise. Uh, we went for my in-laws 40th wedding anniversary, well, 40th wedding anniversary and my m- mother-in-law's birthday. Uh, cool. she turned 27. Uh, nice. Yeah. And, uh, so we all went the whole family we did the whole Cozumel Cayman and Jamaican. That ship was amazing. It was a Liberty OC, the one rolling out of Galveston. And it okay. is, their, their whole process is amazing the way yeah. they do things yeah they're the, and they i mean they're there to serve you yeah for your time on board and the kids and all are great and all but man i i like it i like doing it i want my father-in-law was supposed to do i think one like that the mediterranean but uh his father had gotten sick at the time and so he had to they had to come back yeah. now the one before that we flew to somewhere in i think south carolina or Somewhere on the East Coast. Maybe it was Jacksonville. I can't remember. But it went down and it hit the four or five or six different islands, the Virgin Islands. So oh, yeah. Hit those islands down and then come back up. That was pretty. Actually, no, like, no, I'm sorry. We flew into Puerto Rico. That's what it was. Oh, okay. We caught the ship in Puerto Rico. Oh, so you hit like all the. Uh, so where all was that one at? Man. Uh, was that St. Thomas and all that? St. Thomas, St. Croix. Saint, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's where we went to Port Canaveral on our first one. And we went to like Coco Cay and then we went to St. St. Thomas, hopped over to St. John. Uh, we went to, uh, God, what's the island? That's, it's like half Dutch, half French. Oh, yeah. Uh, we were there too. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the name of it, but. God, St. 
Is that the one? There's one of them where, where the, the yeah. landing strip is. Yeah, the airport comes dude. right down on it. Uh, so it's funny. The There was, I can't remember what airlines it was, American, United, something. But the pilot is actually from that island. Mm-hmm. And so when he's flying, one of his little tricks that he does is he'll come to that chain link fence that's right by the beach. Mm-hmm. And he'll flip that plane around so the jet engines are facing the beach yeah and then he'll keep the brake on and he'll power down it and just blew. people were flying down the yeah. beach and their bags and towels are in the ocean well there's a sign because we took a jeep tour around it uh saint martin yeah that's it we took a jeep tour around the island uh which is easy to do yeah and there's like a whole thing in that one point when these planes are coming in they're stopping traffic and they're like trying to block it off but there's youtube videos on it like you you look up like right. saint martin airport and people like are just standing there by the fence trying to hold on yeah. and i'm like that's some jackass shit right there yeah that, that tore some people up the people were picking <laughs> sand out of their hair for weeks i'm trying to get blown into the water but that's a that's a fun island there yeah, yeah. Uh, i was on the cruise we were talking to another couple and the, the lady there was like it's half something half that i was like are you talking about san martin yeah it's half dutch and half french and like the little places we found and everything were there just beautiful oh. yeah we we took a cab too uh and went all the way around that and stopped and got some french pastries and you know mm-hmm. did that little thing it was cool yeah, I'd go to Orient Beach uh, over there. The, the Jeep tour we were on, I started, there were like a couple of people there and a number of Jeeps, and I'm looking, I'm like, there's a shot we can get a Jeep by ourselves. And so I was like, well, what do you mean? And I was just like, oh, well, I can't wait to get in this damn thing. I'm going to drive. I started acting crazy, and my wife's like so embarrassed. like, stop. I was like, you don't tell me what to do on this trip. I've been telling you. I'm, I'm doing all this. She's just looking at me mortified. Everyone is around. I was like, I'm getting in this one. And so I'm going to get in the Jeep, and I just wait. Nobody else gets in our Jeep, and then finally nice. she gets in, and I tell her, I was like, baby, I'm sorry, I just had to do that so we can get this thing to ourselves. She, she got mad at me again. She's like, why didn't you tell me that? I was like, because your reaction wouldn't have been genuine. That's right. I love you, but you're not a good actor. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, good, man. What's, so what else is happening? Get, what's something good? What's something new? What's something? What's your hobby, man? And right now, my hobby is, uh, I don't really have a hobby right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, we were out at the ranch uh, shooting guns, so I, I definitely want to get back into shooting guns again. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my son, that was actually the first time that he's, he shot a 12-gauge, he shot all kinds of guns. Yeah. Uh, this, this, you know, 13-year-old boy, so he was like oh, in heaven. Oh, yeah. So he's the whole way back, man, driving, driving back home. He's like, Dad, can, can we go get a gun? Can we go buy something? So I'm going to take him here in the next week or two and and uh, go get him. So I don't know what I'm going to get yet, but you looking for a pistol or shotgun? No, probably or probably a 22. Mm-hmm. You know, something that that he can have fun with, and and then we'll just kind of see where it goes from yeah. there. Ruger 1022, man, it's a oh, yeah. it's a fun gun. You can modify it. You can do all kind of stuff to it. Yeah, I I had one. I sold it to a buddy of mine, and next time I saw him with it, like he had decked this thing out. I'm like, I sold it. Give me give me this gun back. He's like, no 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 no. <laughs> so yeah, that's a good thing to get into. I don't shoot enough as much as I should. Or I want to, of course. Yeah. You know, time. That's a bitch. That's fun. So shooting is fun. Yeah. Well, hey, man, we're coming up on the hour here, so All right. uh, why don't you tell everybody, man, how they get a hold of you if you're in the Clear Lake area, you're looking for a realtor, man, give everybody your, your contact, how to find you. Yeah, man, so um, uh, 
First Texas Realtors, James, kind of Chief Swain is kind of my my, my thing because people are, you know, there's a lot of James's real estate agents. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to find, you know, how, how can I stand out? Mm-hmm. So I got my clients, after they get to know me, I said, hey, man, I'm going to switch up my name as Chief. Mm-hmm. What? You know, good conversation starter. Yeah. You need um, to lead with that, man. You don't change that up. Then you just, you need to lead with yeah, that. Yeah, some of them I do uh, that I know that they'll, they'll understand mm-hmm. like right off the bat. Um, but yeah, uh, look me up. My number is eight three two seven nine zero three nine five seven, and I, I'm all over the place. Just listed a house this morning. Crazy story. Tell Put it. the sign in the ground this morning over in Alvin, three bedroom, two bath, and let me check my email. The agent. Yep, there it is. Got an offer on it already. Dang. She sent me, right before I came over to your house, she sent me a text message. Hey, what title company are you using? Property's hot right now around here. Market's popping. It is. And I don't know if that's a financing thing or just availability or what. Or I I think oil and gas has come back a lot in our area. So, you know, NASA's kicking off again. So people are are buying up. It's crazy. It's a good investment. A lot of them out there. So, yeah, I'd sell this one in a second if I get a good price. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think, you know, people have asked me, hey, I'm Marbella with the mold thing, you know, blah, blah, blah. I think once everything is settled yeah. down and people's houses are back in order, man, this place is going to be. Yeah, because we're only like good. 60-something, 70-something houses away from closing out. And when that oh, happens, cool. yeah, because that's a big thing in our neighborhood and our community is that they were still building. You can buy one or you can build one. And now there's only so many left. Hmm. So I'm excited. Yeah, it's going to be good. I got a one story on the lake, man. I'm, I'm, <laughs> that's what we want. We want a one story, one story. Yeah, that was so, a, those yeah. are the best ones. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, Chief, man, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Shooting the bull. Get you back on here. I do want to have a, a veteran round table. One yeah, day. that'd be awesome, and uh, and just get everybody in here, different and, branches. Oh, yeah. kind of go back and forth with throw each other. Some, throw some whiskey in the mix, see what happens. You know, yeah. maybe just see who can, you know, Indian leg wrestle or something. <laughs> so, all righty, man. Thanks for coming by. Thanks, man. All right, everybody. That was Chief Jimmy Swain uh, with us today. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. If you're first time listening, I really appreciate it. Uh, share this out. Tell all your friends. Tell your family. Uh, please go and subscribe and rate us if you can. Also, if you are a good old boy or you know a good old boy uh, and want to come on the show, drop me a line, stop on by, let's sit down, let's put some stuff down and talk. I'm looking for you out there. And as always, say hi to your mom and them for me.